Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today, The Psychology Report. You know, I was thinking the other day that this is certainly a great alternative for a lot of people who are in therapy or in counseling with somebody, perhaps marriage counseling or for some personal uh, reason, but cannot attend a counseling session, cannot see their counselor today these days because of the virus, and uh, basically have been in suspension regarding their progress in therapy or in counseling. So my suggestion is that if that's you, here's your answer. If you know somebody, pass the word along. Tell them to listen to the psychology report as their therapy session. They can listen once a week, they can listen daily, or as needed. There are about 200 topics now under the psychology report. So people can pick a topic that would be relevant to their particular situation and have a therapy session free. By just listening to the psychology report and continuing to make progress in therapy, with their own therapist. And then when they are able to attend therapy in the future, they that much more advanced. So um, pass the word along, will you? The psychology report. The other thing is that we're now over 50,000 downloadings, which means that over 50,000 people have had listening experiences. And um, some listen regularly, some listen only once, some listen periodically, some listen when there's a need, you know, and so on. All these different kind of combinations. But uh, 50,000 times people have now accessed the psychology report. So pass the word. This might be an answer to a lot of people in their own particular situation and need. You know, I've been doing a series now. This is the sixth part of a series. It's a 10-part series on Kids Alive and the words that we teach our children to live so that they can run the race of life effectively and, and uh, successfully and strategically. So the words that we teach our children, not because they need to learn how to spell them or say them or write them out in papers or put them in the right place on a article that they're writing or a paper they're writing, but words to live by. Words that they create and plant within themselves so they understand these words and live by them and let these words create a lifestyle. So far we've looked at words such as the word no. We've looked at words such as prepare. Words such as truth, telling the truth. Now I want to turn to a sixth word and add this to our series entitled wait. The word is wait. Kids alive, wait. You know, the word wait is a very important word. It's a word that we all experience. We all live by. We all have to have wait times in the course of the day, every day of our life. Things just don't follow a routine or don't come about as we want them. There are many things that come about, but we have to wait for them. And you know how the saying goes, sometimes the better things are yet to come when we wait. So we have to help our children connect with the word wait. Learn what that is, learn to live by it, learn to incorporate it into their life, and learn that the word wait is a good word, not a bad word. So how do you do that? How do you help kids check out the word wait? Well, ask the kids to notice if they had to wait today for somebody. You know, what was the situation that they were in where they had to wait today for something to happen or for somebody to do something before they could do something? Just have them kind of be aware of the number of times in the course of the day that they have to wait. And then have them look at it from the perspective of what happened after they waited. Did something good happen? Did something happen that they've been wanting to have happen? It was worth waiting for, if you will. So think of it that way. That to wait could mean that something good is about to happen. Something better is about to happen. Have them kind of think of it in that context so that they can tolerate the wait period a little bit better. Notice how many times today they had to wait, but notice also how they put other people in a situation where other people had to wait for them. That's what you do with children. 
They have to experience how they handle weight, but you also have they have to experience how they create a weight situation for other people and observe how other people handle weight that they've created as a child. So that's how you kind of help them become sensitive to the word weight, become aware of the word weight, help them become part of the word weight and see it as a word and see it as a process and see it as part of life, but see it as something that's not particularly bad, but that in fact it could be a good experience. We usually wait for something more important to come, better to come, more uh, effective in the course of the day to make your day more effective. It's worth waiting for. Wait for the time that something can take place. So that's how you help kids kind of check it out. But how do you make it happen? Well, here are some of the things you can do as a family around the kitchen table or in the evening or in the car as you travel. Tell a story about how you waited for something to happen today and how you handle it and what happened as a result of the wait. Have the child tell a story about that and you tell a story about that. How you had to wait for something today and then what happened as a result of your waiting. Was it a good experience? How'd you handle it? How did you get frustrated about it? And how'd you deal with that? In other words, help the child see that wait produces something, results in something. Sometimes it's not necessarily good, sometimes, but sometimes it is particularly good or is better than would have been otherwise. And then here's another activity that you can engage in with your child. Help the child understand that they can do something while they wait. And that makes the wait period go faster or seem to go faster anyway. So in other words, it's not just sitting and waiting. It's doing something while you wait and while you wait for that better thing to come about. So teach the child how to use that wait time productively. Read a book that's being read. Read an article. Read a story. Do some kind of a program. Do some kind of a uh, problem-solving situation. Draw a picture. Do some art. Write a poem, you know, <laughs> or whatever you might have to do. But make sure that you do so- help the child do something that makes the wait in a uh, go by in a more positive way and go faster and easier, so that it isn't so frustrating. Okay, and then tell your kid how you had to wait and how you had to wait as a child and what you did when you waited for your parents or you waited for somebody to do something, how you let the time go by more rapidly or more easily. So how do you feel? How do you feel when you wait? How does a kid feel when the kid has to wait? What are the basic underlying feelings? These are things you talk about. In other words, make the word wait kind of a friendly word. Make it a word that's uh, part of life. Make it part of the story of every, every day. Don't see it as a kind of an enemy or something that's just madding, maddening and frustrating and uh, kind of making our life worse. See it as just part of life and that we have to deal with part of life in the same way we deal with other parts of our life. We learn to adapt. We learn to do other things. We learn to make adjustments. We learn to do alternatives. So here, just remember this the little phrase. Somebody put it in this way. If you wait upon God, he honors those kids who wait for him. God honors the kids who wait for him. And um, here's a little activity that you can do as a family and, you know, help your child learn the word wait a little bit easier. Here's the word and here's the activity. The word is wait. So draw a picture of a face of a child that has to wait for something. The child in the waiting phase. What does a face look like? When you've been told the word wait, just wait a minute. What does a face turn like? What does it look like? What does it kind of uh, show? And what does it reveal about you and how you feel about the idea of waiting? So draw a picture. Be an artist. Draw a picture when you have to wait. And um, 
then talk about how that made you feel and, and, and why you have that particular expression. So in other words, it can be kind of a little game. It can be a little activity that you can do as a family. Thanks for joining me today. And um, let me just refer you to my book on which this whole program is based called Kids Alive. And let the word Kids Alive be a word that's important to you. But here's a book that can help. It's called Kids Alive. You can get it on Amazon or you can get it on my, my website. It just brings all these words together and makes you kind of rethink the idea of how you're training your child and how you're teaching your child through the words that you use. So, Kids Alive, go to Amazon or to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Bye for now.